Grace and peace from God our Father and Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you for tuning in to the Power to Change Ministry podcast. And my name is Reverend Alvin Lewis, and I will be your host for today. I pray that you have had a wonderful week in the Lord as I have had. I am so excited about who God is because he just always seems to show me something that um, I didn't know or he has given me a clearer and a fresh revelation over something that I thought I knew. And I, I am just so grateful and excited to see what he's going to do next. Well, we just want to thank you here at the Power to Change Ministry for sharing a part of your day. We don't take it lightly. We know that there are other things that you could be doing. Um, and um, we won't waste your time. We try to give you the word of God with clarity so that you can understand it and use it in your everyday life. So today we're going to do a lesson entitled Faith is Required to Receive the Grace and we're going to utilize Romans chapter 4 verses 16 through 25 as our place of observation and um, it it's uh, and we want to um, focus on verse 17 through 20, but mostly verse 17. All right. So without further ado, let's start with a word of prayer and let's get started. Father God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day that you have made and you have included us in it and we're able to rejoice and be glad in it. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that your mercy endureth forever. We thank you, O oh Lord, for your grace, your free gift. We thank you for Jesus the Christ, the healer, and the solution for our sin debt. Lord, we thank you for your word as we continually glean in your word. We become more mindful of who you are. We become more knowledgeable of who we are and what we can do. And we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus that despite what may be going on in the world, if we're in Christ and we have the Holy Spirit, oh Lord, we can see things from an eternal view. Lord, touch this message today that whoever hear it and it gets into their heart, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, that they will not be the same. They will seek to glorify you. They will seek to have a better relationship with you as well as protect the relationship as it has been established and it starts to be developed. Lord, you get all of the glory. Father God, I pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. Thank you, O Lord. Amen. So I'm going to read in the entirety Romans chapter 4, verses 16 through 25. And uh, as I said, we want to um, take a closer look at verse 17 through... Um, 20, but mostly verse 17. All right. Romans chapter 4, verses 16 through 25. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God whom quickened the dead and called those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations 
according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded that what he had, what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. Now it was not written for his sake only that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed. If we believe on him that raised up Jesus, our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. Faith is required to receive the grace. All right. So I must believe in order to get the free gift. And we have here in this this pericope of scripture, uh, Paul is writing to the Roman church. And we see here that uh, the life of Abraham is being used by God to give us some information in, in about faith and, and about grace and about justification and, and uh, really showing us the bridge that, that God has built through Jesus the Christ to bring the Jew and the Gentile together in Christ. And it is uh, faith moves away from works to think that you will be justified because of the work that you're going to um, you're going to do. Um, and, and that will get you saved. It will get you uh, forgiven and um, of your sins. And, and that's not the case. We are, um, as he said, we. Abraham is a is is our father, a father of faith, and we find that with Abraham, Abraham um, he is also um, believing God. He is trusting God. He is in a situation. Um, his his physical body is not one that that is that of age of, of where you would be expecting him to have children as well as his wife. But God said it. And see, in that scenario, we see that, that God is showing us something um, also with Abraham. Um, before, his name was Abram. And when you look at what Abram means, is a high father, father of height, the exalted father, the high and lofty thinker, you know, um, and then you get Abraham, father of a multitude, father of a great multitude, father of mercy, father of many nations. We find the difference of Abram and Abraham. Abraham is pretty much um, it, it is singular or it should, I should say it's exclusively just describing him and, 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 and it's and it's stopping right there, you know, but Abraham it is a place that is extending out to other people. So his his life has changed where he, as Abram, it is a single life. It is one that is just about him and whatever's going on in his life at the time. But Abraham, God has exalted him to where he is now being used as a conduit to bring forth uh a message of faith to the rest of the world where he's going to be a father of many generations. And it is not hinged on him. It is, it is God doing all of the work. Um, so let me share something with you um, in reference to faith versus works. It says now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace because if I do a job, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting pay and actually I can demand it. 
because I have done the work and, and now you have to pay me, whatever it is that we agreed upon. But when it is by grace, it is a free gift. And as we look at Abraham at this time in his life, he is old. So this is technically a free gift for him and his wife because he there's nothing he, he can contribute, you know, because of the age of his body and his wife's body. Um, also, the idea of grace stands opposite to the principle of works. Grace has to do with receiving the freely given gift of God. Works has to do with earning our merit before God. Now, we see in, with Abraham, it was counted as righteousness in him for in Genesis 15, 6. And he did not receive the covenant of circumcision until Genesis 17, which is um, the circumcision. It is it is it is something that that points you to the law and, and, and the Old Testament. And 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 it, it, it it's it's something that you can do. As I said before, the law is a righteous document, but it is not a way to be saved. It is not a way to get back in the right relationship with our father, which is in heaven. It is a response to what God has done for you through Jesus the Christ to to do the righteous things, to think righteously. So we see here that that Abraham, he actually it was Abram before he received um, that covenant, he had believed God. He was trusting in God. He wasn't really looking at where he was actually standing and what was going on in his life, but he trusts God. So that's what happens with faith is needed. We must have is, is required to receive the grace. You, you got to have it. And if you don't, then you can't get it because it's all about what God is doing. He, he really, he need our participation of believing. And if your situation that you're in right now is bad, it is actually fertile for a move of God, as we're going to see here. Now, when I'm weak, God is strong. Now, in Romans 4, 17, um, in the in the last sentence or the last part of the last sentence, it says, and call those things which be not as though they were. So that right there, it, it shows you that God is bringing something to pass that you have no indication that it will ever exist. That there's nothing to give you uh, that you can see, that you could touch, that uh, or circumstance or anything in your life that would say that, wow, this is going to happen. But you're going to believe God anyway. And, and you trust God, meaning that you give him the control to do whatever he want to do. And see, that is what happens when you get born again. See, when you're dead in your sins, you uh, don't have access to the exclusive things of God because you're dead. But when you receive and accept, Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and you get resurrected in Jesus the Christ and you're now a new creature. Now you get to receive the Holy Spirit and you are now in Christ and you have access to the exclusive things of God. God can you can be in the presence of God. You can now um, God can justify doing things in and through your life using you for something you know and 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 this this is this is where the power is so i went from where i was unable to do something being dead in my sins to now god has made me able so he did the work i didn't do anything you know it, it, other than believe he did all of the work through jesus the christ he made sure that everything that was needed to uh, put me in the position so that it could justify what he is going to do. God did it all. Now, Romans 4, 19, 20 says, and being not weak in faith so that 
Now, let's go back to 17 at last season and call those things which be not as though they were. So it says in 19 and not and being not weak in faith. See, so there was nothing that Abraham could hang his hat on and say, all right, I can see how that can happen. So faith, he had to believe it. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. That this is what he had to, he had to, he had to rely on now. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So in order to have a child, all of the two things that was needed that he can see, I don't see how that's going to happen. That don't make no sense. I'm too old for that, you know, but God said, all right, this is the, this is, this is the exact situation and circumstance that he needs to do his work so that now there's no boasting. Now that it is crystal clear that it is, is God that's doing this and not man. There's, you can't, you can't misinterpret this because of the age. All right. And verse 20 says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. See, so the impossible, I should say that when it looks impossible, when you in a weak situation, you feel hopeless. You think that, wow, I, I don't really know how this is going to happen. This is the perfect position to have the move of God. A humbling position. Second Corinthians 1210 says, therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches in necessities and persecution and distresses for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then am I strong? So. It doesn't sound like. What you might have heard. Who looks for. A, a, a place of uh, where there are reproaches and, and persecutions and, 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 and depressed times. Who looks for that? Nobody looks for that in the world. Everybody want to be on the up note. Everybody want everything to be bright and shiny. But if the what we're seeing here in this scripture, God wants to have control and he wants he, he has to do it all. And so to be positioned so that God can do it all, it is usually a, it's, it's a hopeless situation, you know. And see, when you're in a, in a position where you are a servant of God. Now, I'm trying to trying to paint this picture of the mindset of how you view God and how you would approach God and what you would want from God, because Normally, it's always, God, I need you to solve this problem. God, I need you to stop this. God, can you give me this? God, can you take, can you, can you make that happen? And, and those, those are usually the type of prayers, you know, but instead of looking at it from the standpoint of I'm in a position where, uh, I'm being hurt. No, I'm in a position where I am fertile ground. I have a fertile life where God can do something in my life right now by faith. All right. I can get the grace of God. I, I got to have faith in that position where my flesh is being attacked. My physical life is just not lining up the way I think it should line up. It's not fitting the norm of most society. But if I was to see like in Abraham, Abraham, Abraham's life, that there is no way that him and his wife can have a baby because of the age. It's just impossible, you know, but we will find here. And even Abraham, what he did was he even had a baby by one of uh, one of the servants um, listening to his wife instead of just waiting on the Lord. But we find that God's plan still never changed. His plan was through the seed of Abraham through Sarah. And, and that never changed. You know, so 
What that taught uh, taught me is that you just got to learn to be patient. And you have to learn, ask, when I pray, God, help my unbelief. Help me to be strong and, and, and faithful and not waver. Just like we see here um, in verse 20, uh, Romans chapter 420, he said, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. So we have to definitely stand strong. Now, also it says, as, as it is written. So if God has said it in his word, then it's going to happen. Now, it may take some time, but it's still going to happen. It may not happen when you think it's going to happen or when you want it to happen, but it's still going to happen. See, that's faith. you got to believe God, even if you don't have any external things that will give you an indication uh, that what you are believing is going to happen. Now, in Genesis 15, 6, it says, as he believed in the Lord and he counted it to him for righteousness. That's Abram. All right. Abraham. Now, in Genesis 17, verses four and five, he says, as for me, behold, my covenant is with thee and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be Abram. OK, here we go. But thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. All right. So as Abram in Genesis 15, 6, he is believing God. And we said before, I said before uh, about Abram, Abram being, uh, when you look at the definition of the name, it, it just looked like it's just it's secluded to him. Just his life, his 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 circle, a, a tight circle. But when he goes to Abraham, it is now his life take on a purpose of extension out to other nations. He he is going to be a father. He said, and, and as we see here in uh, uh, it says, "I have made thee a father," which I'm going to get to in a second. Now Romans four thirteen it says, "For the promise." that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, which is works, but through the righteousness of faith, believing God. When you look at, if somebody tell you something, one of your friends, they tell you something and you don't have any evidence of what they're talking about. Now is is going is going to be the time where the value and the trust of the relationship that you have with your friend is going to show up. You're going to say, "All right, well, they told me that this was going to happen. All right, either I could believe it or I could say, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, show me, prove it to me." But when God is talking to Abram. And Abram looking at his life at that time, and he still believed God. He said, all right, if you said it, that's it. So now Abram is establishing a new way of having a relationship with our father, which is in heaven. There's going there, there's a birth being being taking place here. Now, Abram is 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 becoming pregnant in 15:6 as Abram, but then in Abraham as the covenant as God makes the covenant with him, now we get it we have a we we're going to have a birth here of 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 Abraham's life taking on a new way and a new purpose. Okay, or a purpose that God is revealing to him and he's revealing to us as well. So now we find that it, it is it is faith that's now going to be birthed in into the world, into all of the nations. And we are now going to have a relationship with our father, which is in heaven through faith so that we can secure the promises of God. We can get the grace of God It's no more of 
the works of the law, even though Jesus the Christ, he fulfills the law. So that means that the law and the prophets, they are not, he didn't abolish them, but he fulfilled them. So that all of that is now coming along and it is included in the new move and the revealed way of having a relationship with our father through faith. So we see here that it says, I have made thee a father. Now, that is a powerful, powerful thing that God is doing with Abraham's life. He made him a father. Now, let's look at father. Father one is thus the concept of father, whether applied to God, man, the devil or evil, or whether used biologically or spiritually, literally or figuratively, always express the notion of source or foundation of procession. So we see here that that God is making Abraham a father of many nations based on he's going to be the father of faith. So it is being birthed out of him through his life and God allows us to see into his life and the circumstance in his life with him and his wife being of old age, you know, that God is still going to make a, an agreement, a covenant with him, and he is going to use his life to bring about a child, a man child. Even though the circumstances doesn't say that that's something that will be going on at that time, at, 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 that, at the age that they are. So now he's fathering that. Meaning that this is this is the, the place of procession. This is the move of, of, of God bringing us in so that we now are going to establish or, or continue on establishing the relationship with God, our father, which is in heaven by faith. This is how we're going to through Jesus the Christ, by faith, we're going to believe in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross so that now that we can be forgiven of our sins and we can be, um, we can get back in the right relationship with our father. We can get in his presence. We now are in Christ. Okay. So through faith, because none of these things we've seen, we, I, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't there. You wasn't there. We believe the word of God, which is the record that is telling us about what has happened years ago. So now Abraham's life, which is 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 a bridge bringing the Jews and the Gentiles together, those who believe it to come on by faith and let's and let's live and let's receive the grace of God in Christ. Wow. I mean, it, it's just it's just amazing. And, and it's and God is doing it all because, remember, we're dead in our sins. We can't do anything. We're dead. So now when we receive when we receive the power of of what Jesus the Christ has done on the cross, that gives us life. We're born again. And now we in the position where we can, we can, we were forgiven with our, for our sins. You know, we now have, uh, 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 our presence is being restored by faith. Okay. By faith. Now let me finish here. It says the full meaning of father as the de denotation of origin and also of self impartation. Now, when somebody give you something, or let me, yeah, when somebody give you something in the natural, it is a partial of what they're giving you. They're giving you something, but it does not include all of them. It, it just, you just, just get whatever they gave you. But with God, when God give you something, just like when he created man out of the dust and, and, and he breathed in us the breath of life. You know, he made us in the image and likeness of himself. So he he gave himself to us so that we now have identity. We made in his image and we have purpose and we're in his likeness. So he, he has equipped us to be what he say we are, you know. So the power of drawing from the strength of where where God, uh, I should say, 
of what God has given us. So when we look at Abraham by faith, it is a fountain that we can pull from. It is it is a place of fertility where we can grow and, and, and we can thrive in that place. It is, it, is, it is a nurturing place that we can do that. Not Abraham himself, but but God the Father doing it through Abraham. See, so when we embrace and we accept living by faith, we can we can we can pull from the energy of there because God is giving us of himself. Okay, he is empowering us to get to the grace. He's given us all of this. So it is an impartation. It says it comes to ultimate expression in the New Testament in that fatherly act of God in sending forth his only begotten son into the world of sin, death, cross and hell that Israel and the world might be saved. And in that complementary complementary, excuse me, act in which God sends forth his spirit into the church and into the hearts of its members. So God is strengthening us. He is powering, empowering us. Now, this is a place of weakness. Abraham is weak. His wife is weak. You know, this is not a not strong places. This, this is where Having a child would never happen. So when you look at your life and things look hopeless, if you were to have faith in God and trust him and his ability, not yours. See, because Abraham, he can't boast about having a baby because his ability, that ain't something you can boast on at that age. That's not childbearing age. That ain't something he could he he could even have a say in. So God has emptied all of those possibilities of you boasting, and he is showing us how powerful he is. And through that, he has given us the understanding of developing uh, uh, the relationship with him through faith, which is required to get the grace, the free gift. I must believe in Jesus Christ. I must believe everything that is said about him in the word of God. I must believe that he did the, what the words say he did on the cross. I must believe that the father raised him up from the dead on the third day with all power in his hand. And he's sitting at the right hand of the father. I must believe that. I can't see it. But I must believe it because the word of God has said it to me and it has given me an understanding as I and I'm, I should say I get the understanding as I get born again and I receive the Holy Spirit and it gives me the understanding of the word of God. Now I have the understanding by faith, which gets me to the grace, which is Jesus the Christ. OK, now I have that free gift. I can't pay for it. I can't work for it like in the law. There's nothing that I have that's worth anything that can pay for being saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. I don't have anything that, that can pay for that. Nothing I have is, is worthless. So, you know, so God has done that, and, and he is now bringing us to that place of faith. And as I said, he's using the life of Abraham in this instance to show us. Now, also... The sum of this action is variously described as a creation in Christ. Now, let's look at this here. Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. All right, to good works. So I remember I told you that the law is a righteous document. Those are great things and, 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 and eternal things that, that you, you can consider and, and they're powerful to, to guide your life. But it can't save you. But they are works. Once I am saved, these are things that I can look to do. I thou should not kill. You know what I mean? Because I am mindful of what God wants. I'm giving him the glory. I'm thinking about him. I'm considering him in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That law said, thou should not steal. You see, so I, I am now in the flow of how God wants me to live my life. I'm in his will. 
I'm functioning according to how he intends that I should have, should function when he created me. And he has given us another chance because we died of sin in Adam because he, did, he didn't want to depend on God any longer. He wanted to be self-reliant. So we see here that Abraham is not doing that. Abraham understands. He said, look, I know I can't boast about having no child because me and my wife, we too old. So I'm going to trust God. So Adam didn't trust God. He figured, all right, let me check it out. So we see Adam here. I mean, Abraham is saying, you know what? I'm, I'm going to trust God. So now here we have faith. Here we have faith. The lesson is strong. It's telling me now. And we get new birth. All right. John 3, 5. Jesus answered, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. All right. It says, and, and a being begotten again, by the word of God. Now let's look at 1 Peter 1.23. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. Okay, this is let's look at that faith seed. You know what I mean? That that that's what Abraham, he's a father, he, he's a father of us, and through his seed, okay, that faith seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God which liveth and abideth forever. So we want to embrace one, the, the, the gift of God uh, through Jesus Christ of getting our sins cleansed and, and forgiven and being restored back in the right relationship with our father, which is in heaven, um, being born again so that now we can receive the Holy Spirit and and we're able to uh, live the life that God intended when he created us. Now, we, we are now trusting God, you know, through the understanding faith is required to get to the grace. You got you, you got to have that. You got to have that. You, you, you must have that. So faith is required to receive the grace. OK, so now. We see that with Abraham being the father and understanding what father is, it is a place of, 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 of inception as well as nurturing and feeding. So we can, we can grow when we embrace the understanding of faith. And then we see it says also who quickened the dead. Now, we was quickened. Ephesians 2 verses 5 and 6, it says, even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved and have raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The Jews and the Gentiles, God is bringing it. He bringing his creation um, together in one place, in that holy place, in that sanctified place, in that anointed place in Christ, in that place of power, that place of prosperity, okay, that place where you can have wisdom, knowledge, understanding, you you have an eternal view in that place, you know, so, so God, he is quickening, he's doing all the work now, so you have to believe it. It's not something that you can do. And, you know, I, I can't help God along with that. I just have to believe it. You know, that's why you want to grow in the knowledge of God. Because before you, when, when you out there in the world, before you, you say, all right, Lord, I'm going to trust you and I'm, I'm going to live life your way. And, I, and I'm going to resist temptation. I, I'm going to submit myself unto you, resist the devil. And, and, and the devil going to flee from me. You know, I'm, I'm going to do that. But you must have an understanding of what, what decision you're making. I, and I get that. I was there, you know, at one time. Everybody who has, who has given their life back over to the Lord was in the same spot. And that's why it is so important that us here at Power to Change that we give you the truth. We don't want you to be ignorant. This ain't about no money. This is about you getting the knowledge that you need so that you can make a decision so that your soul will not have to experience eternal damnation. That's all it's about. 
just just giving, spreading the good news that you don't have to continue to live the way you live. And you don't have to continue to go through the things that you go through. And if you the things that you go through, I got a different perspective on how you could look at it. Instead of looking at it from a hopeless standpoint, after you've given your life back to the Lord, now you look at it as a place where wow, God can do some work right here because I am weak. Yes, sir. I am weak right here. And when I'm weak, he's strong. So I am sitting in a seat of anticipation. I know that he will keep me. I know that he will not allow my situation to overwhelm me to where it will it will kill me. You know, now it might it might destroy some some things in my life that I don't need, but it will make me stronger by faith. It will strengthen my faith. It will remove and, 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 and decrease my unbelief and, and, and to the point where I want it gone. You see, so you can look at things differently because of where you are positioned, a perspective of looking at things from a dead position, dead in your sins, or looking at it from a from the perspective of being safe, sanctified and full of the Holy Ghost and in Christ, renewed, restored, forgiven. You know what I mean? So now it, it think the same situation looks different. First, I mean, second Timothy one and nine, it says, who have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. You see, God know everything and he never changed. God is the same today. I mean, yesterday, today and forevermore. So he understands, and, and, and the more I study the Bible and I see how God has things intertwined like a, like a rope, and, and, and he, 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 through the Holy Spirit and understanding, he allows you to unravel it so you can see what's going on and then put it back together so that you understand, you, you have a greater understanding of what it is that you're holding on to. You have a, a better understanding of looking at your life uh, a different way when you're in Christ. Instead of being angry at what something something might have happened in your life, you know, and 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 angry at the people and trying to and you're living your life a certain way and you and you've latched on to some things that you think will give you a relief from those things, you know, you you no longer do that. You see it as fertilizer, you see it as fuel for the fire of what God is doing in your life, what he is developing in your life, how he, and as a place to be grateful that it didn't kill you because it could have killed you, you know, and, and that now you, you, you are able to see it a different way and turn around and be a help to somebody because it ain't about you. Just like with Abraham, it ain't about him. When it went from Abram to Abraham, it, it ain't about him. It's, it's about, all right, I'm going to be used to be a blessing to a, a bunch of a, a nations of people as as the understanding of faith comes through my life in a time where I didn't think nothing was going to be coming through my life because of my age, me and my wife. You see, so you take on a different perspective. Now, Titus 3, 7, it says that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of of eternal life. And see, this is this is what it is all about. This is what it's all about. Because this world here that we're living in, we are constantly, we're, we're moving on, we're getting older, things are, you know, it's slowing down. Uh, um, things are just not the same anymore. But we're making our way to somewhere. And we're, we're, we're going somewhere. We are traveling, you know, like it or not, or even if you don't even understand it, you're still traveling, you're moving on and you're making your way to your final destination. One, when I, when I leave this body, then I, you know, they will, you know, uh, bury this body, but then I move on internally to my father, which is in heaven. 
you know, and now they, there's another part that's going on. And I want to be in a position where I can experience eternal life in the presence of my father, which is in heaven, not eternal damnation, being punished for the things that I did or a decision that I did not make, which is accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now, let's look back at Romans 4.18. Now, here it says, uh, who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Now, this is Abraham. Now, he's understanding it. Now, now I want to show you in Genesis 21, verses 1 through 4. It says, and the Lord visited Sarah. This is, this is the manifestation. This is God making good on the promise of what he made to Abram, Abraham about him being uh, the father of many nations. Okay. And, and bringing the understanding of faith is, is, re, is being required to get to the grace of God. It says, and the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at that at the at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son, Isaac, being eight days old. As God had commanded him. All right. So we see here in Genesis 21, 4, that in response to believing God, trusting God, and, and walking in the righteousness of God, Abraham kept the covenant that was given to him in Genesis 17, uh, 10 through 12. Okay. He's keeping the covenant. Now this is a response. This, this is, this, that the circumcision is not going to get him saved, nor will it get us saved, but it is in response to God saving him and his, and because he trusts him and that he is walking in the, the, the statues and, 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 and the commandments of God, Giving God the glory, being mindful of what God wants and what God says he, he wants us to do. Abraham is allowing God to use his life and control his life and control his movements and control his actions. So he is under full control of our father, which is in heaven. And we see here now something about circumcision, which is very interesting. It says here that, uh, let me read, let me read Genesis 17, 10 and 12. He said, this is my covenant, which ye, which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man child among you shall be circumcised and you shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a token of the covenant between me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you. Every man child in your generation, he that is born in the house or bought with money of a stranger, which is not of thy seed. Meaning that everybody that is under your control, you must make sure that they in compliance according to your response to the righteousness of God. Our relationship, Abraham's relationship with God. He said, look, if that's what you want, I got you. Now, circumcision, the eighth day. If the child is circumcised on the seventh day or the sixth day or the fifth day, all the way down, down to the first day, they might bleed to death. Wow. See, the eighth day, there's enough vitamin K in the body to clot. Now, I thought this was amazing. I, to see, I was when I read, I was reading it, and 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 I said, you know what? What's up with this eighth day? So I did some research. So biologically, it is the time where a cut can can clot because of vitamin K. 
So God don't say that here. And that's not what he's given us here. But because of his infinite wisdom and understanding of the body that he created, he says eighth day. And this is it. So think about it. If you don't do it on the eighth day and say you do it on the sixth day, you might kill the man child, your child, your son. Then if you do it on the ninth day, you're not you're not trusting God. You're trying to do it in your your own way. You're doing what Adam did. You being self-reliant. He didn't tell you on the ninth day. He said the eighth day. That means that you need to pay attention to the days and you need to make make time you know, use your time to make sure that what God wants, it gets done. So we see here now, now in my conclusion, we must understand that God does his best work when we are weak because he's strong. Now I'm telling you to go out and try to make yourself weak. You don't have to do that. What you need to do is just live your life and, 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 and as God see fit for things to come into your life to strengthen you, you know, he, he, he knows how much you can handle. But when you find yourself in those situations, don't think you are a victim. Don't think you are hopeless. Don't think you are helpless. Because scripture said that no weapon for me will prosper. So now I'm in the mindset that if God said it's not going to prosper, you know, meaning trying to. Uh, what the enemy would want to come to steal, kill, and destroy, then God, what is this going to do? Even you see in the 23rd Psalm, it says, although I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. So when you're going through these places and when you're dealing with these situations, understand this weakness is an opportunity for God to do some work in your life, to use you for something. You know, because it ain't about us. It's about him. We belong to him. So also, if it is written in the word of God, then it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Not necessarily what I say about the word of God, but if it's in the word of God, if I if you see it in the word of God, then it will happen. When God wanted to happen, he's in control. This is his situation, uh, uh, um, his scenario that we that we walk the, as far as life in time. This, this is this belongs to him. Also, when you look at father, understand that there's something being introduced there. There, there you know, in this case, faith it is it's and it's a place where we can get nurtured and we can grow. It is a place we can prosper, you know, and and and, and we can and we can fulfill the things of God according to what he has designated for our lives. And don't worry about it being dead, whatever God is going to use because he's life. So he can quicken it. He can give it life. Just like we were dead in our sins, but through the faith of believing in Jesus the Christ, we get resurrected, and now we are, we a new birth. We now we now have new life. We get a new beginning. You know, we 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 restored where we can be in the presence of God, and and, and we can experience those exclusive things of God and we can be used for something by God for him doing something to build in the kingdom of God. So we 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 now can feel secure in understanding that all right, yeah, this is dead. Yep, it's dead physically, but I know God can work it out. I know he got a way out of this here. Are he going to use it for something? I don't know what he going to use it for. And see, you and you can feel secure in that when you know that you are living your life faithfully the way God wants you to live. That, that you were doing like Abraham, you know, he, he circumcised the, the men and, and everybody. If it was somebody he purchased, you know, on the eighth day. Say, look, I am following your lead. What you tell me to do, I'm going to do it. You know, I, I and 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 sometimes I may not understand it, and maybe sometimes it's 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 challenging. But I'm leaning on you, my father. You see, because you can boil, you can draw power from it, you can get nutrients from it. So even when I'm um 
I'm struggling with it. God, I know you can right here. You can put something in. You can you can be what I need right now. And because I'm looking to you. I trust you. And I'm and, and I'm waiting on you. I know that you are the only one that can give me what I need in this situation right here. Yes. So now you you your life has taken on a different way of functioning. It's a faith life. It, it is is according to the grace of God. It, it is you 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 are living in a way where you know that you can't do it. You are too weak. You don't have anything that that can work the way you need it to work unless God calls it to do what it do. Because everything belongs to him. Faith is required to receive the grace. Now, as I close, don't forget, walk by faith and not by sight. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Also, don't live just to be blessed. Live to be a blessing. Look at Abraham. He was a blessing to the nations. You know, Israel, once they accept Jesus Christ, they are a blessing to, to the world. Job here, 42.10. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. So we see here that it is not about what I'm doing or what I want to do. It is about what God is doing because God, the father, he is the power and the source of our existence. We cannot do anything of a righteous nature, anything that is pleasing to him, anything that he wants done unless he gives us the ability and the strength to do it. We just need to be willing. We need we need to be available we need to be thankful and grateful for what God has already done by giving us his son, Jesus the Christ, as, as our Lord and Savior. And for him taking on our sins, dying for us, because the wages of sin is death. And God the Father raising him up with all power in his hand so that now we have a way, a door to get back in the right relationship with, with our Father, which is in heaven. So that we can live a life that God intended when he created us. I pray that everything was clear here today and that you will use this information to enhance your life um, and to be a better servant to our father, which is in heaven. And that you will look to surrender yourself over to the Lord so that he can do all that he wants to do without any reservations. If anybody wants to contact uh, me, you can reach me at the name of the ministry, Power to Change Ministry at gmail.com. Um, maybe you have a prayer request or something, a question or whatever you might want to reach out. You know, you can you can reach reach out there. Um, I noticed that I never really gave any way that someone could reach out to me, you know, and uh, I don't know, just so excited about being teaching it, you know, and getting it out. Um, so I'm just trying to correct that and uh, make sure that if that's something that you need, um, maybe you need help or you need prayer or whatever, you know, you can. And, and at no time, I mean, I'm, I'm not a solicitor of money. That is not my thing. Um, I, I am working for the Lord because the Lord, he, he always has blessed my life and I am grateful for it. And, and I am trying to give where I can, you know, just to show him I appreciate it. Not that it is it is, you know, it's required, but it is a response to who he is and what he has done. So I pray that you will enjoy the balance of your day. And that uh, it, it looked like it's a warm one again. Make sure you stay hydrated and, 
and uh, help somebody wherever you can along the way. And uh, go look at these scriptures. Go spend some time with the word of God. Pray and uh, ask the Lord to uh, to uh, give you whatever it is that he has to give you according to your visit in the word and spending time with him. And God willing, we're going to be back here again next week with another word. Um, so continue to walk by faith and not by sight. And always remember, as much as you love yourself, God loves you much, much more. Go in peace. Have a great day.